Hi, and welcome to Don't Count Your Calories, the podcast where the little things in life deserve a big conversation. I'm Edison. And I'm Lex Rise. We're gonna be talking about a range of topics from relationships to personal growth and the choices that impact our lives. Every episode, we're going to share our own experiences, bringing unique perspectives that will either challenge your beliefs or inspire you to make a change. Whether you're navigating the dating scene or just going through the challenges of daily life, we have something for everyone. So grab your favorite snack and join us on this journey because life is too short to count your calories. In this episode, we're gonna be talking about what makes a healthy relationship and letting you guys know some of the personal things we do to try to maintain a long and lasting relationship. All right, so next topic that I wanna discuss is What are some signs that you're in a healthy relationship? A healthy relationship. So luckily for me, some of my best friends are essentially my role models when it comes to that. Because especially one of my very good friends, he's been in a relationship. We're in our early 30s and they've been in a relationship for a decade, if not more. And I've been able to see certain aspects of their relationship and understand what it is that keeps them together for so long because one of the early signs especially when you're young that you worry about is boredom obviously you're like you're with the same person whatever the case and you feel that i'll be bored or i won't have this life experience and whatever the case but what i've noticed in regards to their relationship is that they constantly grow together it's not like one person is staying the same person and the other person grows is they constantly evolve together. So they're over the years, as I've seen them, I've seen them both evolve into different people and better people and evolving higher. And when both couples are basically evolving at a higher level and thinking differently and trying more things and whatever the case, they're both consistently and it doesn't have to be in in the same things they're they're both on their own paths let's say but they're both consistently growing in those paths so that they're maintaining that equal level of pushing each other forward now that is one big thing in a relationship where you can't have one person just being satisfied completely with the current situation of life while the other one is thriving for more now, you could obviously both be satisfied and staying at the same level. That's fine as long as you're on the same level thinking-wise. But if one person is constantly trying for more, constantly trying to achieve more, and the other person is just sitting at home doing nothing, then you start resenting that person for not doing anything. Yeah, I think it's difficult because depending on when you start dating a person in your life, you go through different seasons of life depending on how old you are. Like if you're 16 and start dating, if you're like 28 and start dating, these are all very different ages, which come with a lot of different lessons that you learn. It just comes down to communication and talking to your partner about how you're feeling and what you're going through. But it's difficult because you can't really change a person regardless of how you're feeling and what you're going through. Uh, You can't expect that the other person, let's say that your partner is just the one that's sitting at home and you're going out and trying to take on the world and make a better life for the two of you. You can't really expect that person to change. You can only encourage them to change. If they don't end up changing, I think it's more of a decision that you need to make within yourself, whether or not it's actually hindering you from doing what you want to do. If it's not hindering you from what you want to do, then I think like it should be fine. But 
I don't know. I think it's difficult because at different stages of your life, you feel different things. Maybe at one point when you started dating that person, you really liked those qualities within them. And then maybe 10 years later, you don't necessarily align with that. You've yeah. changed as a person. Exactly. That's why I'm saying like you, ca- you guys got to both grow together uh, or at least keep the communication open about growth together. So because, yeah, like you said, maybe at, specifically I'm, I'm talking about my one rela- uh, my one friend's relationship is maybe when they met at 21, 22, certain values that they looked at each other, it was like perfect. But then you're not fully grown at 21, 22. So by the time they turned 26, 27, they probably had different aspects of thought or what they wanted in life and whatever the case. And if one person is just going astray and you don't communicate that with your partner, then you're going to feel lonely in that relationship. But if you're able to communicate that passion, that striving for more and whatever, and that your partner connects with it and wants to grow with you then it's perfect now the other aspect is let's say for example i have another friend he's been in a long relationship and what he's doing professionally is thriving immensely he's doing very well his business is doing very well and his partner is basically now his sidekick in that so she helps him make sure that business that he's doing is thriving even further forward now he'll tell you himself that without her help it wouldn't be doing as well as it's doing. But the fact that he has her for help is why he's able to make the growth jump. Because without her, he would have been staying at one point and struggling to, to take that next step of growth. But with her assisting and jumping in as, a, as almost a sidekick, as a, a, let me not say sidekick, as a partner in that uh, business, then he would never be where he is today. Her understanding the fact that this is his ambition and being able to help him out and push that even further forward and taking a step back from her own career, essentially, to know that, all right, this is better for the unit versus sometimes people are like, oh, I don't want to give up my career because of your career and whatever, but it's not about me or you at that point when you're in a relationship, it's about us. So what would make us better? What would make this unit strive better? So she understood that this, her helping him push this forward and maintaining this consistency makes the unit stronger and he understands obviously that the value she offers in his business so that in itself just makes a perfect team go even further forward but when you're both working individually on two different completely things and you're on different mindsets it's now you're not thinking about the unit you know when you're together in a relationship you're thinking about a unit you're thinking about family you're thinking about kids and everything that comes into this household is for the group. It's not for me. It's not just for me. It's not just for you. It's now what's better for us. I sometimes feel like that's kind of rare to find these days. You see a lot of people, I think it's in the U.S. over 50% of couples get divorced and things like that, probably even more. I've looked at statistics for this before, like across the world and Um, It's actually really shocking and it makes you sometimes lose faith in society. It makes you lose faith in what real relationships mean. And it's so beautiful to hear these stories of like, you know, what the unit means. And I know it's like that for us. And I really appreciate that within our relationship. But I think it's really difficult because I think a lot of people have lost faith and don't really see the value anymore when you see so many relationships fail. In, in that point, it's also a cultural change over a generation, right? Because if you look at your parents, for example, like anyone out there, if they look at their parents, it's 
when they go through a struggle, when they go through an argument, when they go through whatever, they find a way to push through and fix that problem and continue. Because back then for that generation, divorce wasn't really an option. It was embarrassing to be divorced. So when it was embarrassing to be divorced, now you have this more cultural, more, this morality in the community that it's, we're not going to be that divorced and broken couple. So essentially you fix your issues because obviously we're talking about 40, 50, 60 years of being together. Of course you're going to have issues. Absolutely. That's, that's, there's no way around. Nothing, no relationship is going to be perfect. Every year is different. Yeah, Every month is different. You're going to have issues. You're going to have arguments. You're going to have this, but it's how you resolve those arguments that's important yeah so i think with our parents generation is they're able to have an argument and resolve it and get past it versus our generation now is very easy to just pull the triggers Be done. i don't fucking need you yeah i don't need you and then go back into what we talked about earlier yeah four or five dating sites i'll find the next one exactly next. i'll find something better and there's something good about that and then there's something that's like detrimental about that because I don't think that you should necessarily be staying in a broken relationship. I think you have one life and I think Definitely. that, and I know you agree with that. I think no matter what, if your relationship is no longer serving you, you are you have tried everything that you could after a long time, especially if you were in that relationship for a long time. There could always be the section where you're going through the battle and one side is just not receptive to a resolution. Yeah, you both have to be, if, if you're going to try to make something work, I think the both of you need to be putting in an equal amount of effort. And if I've saw, I've seen someone say she'll get home every day and her husband will have a conversation. What are you willing to give today? And he's, I'm willing to give 70. And she was like, I'm willing to give 30. And I will always meet you you know, where you're lacking or whatever it is. This is something I, I, that went I was, viral. I was eventually going into the sexual. What are you willing to give today? Okay, <laughs> but that's stupid. <laughs> anyway, but yeah, it's true. It's like no matter what, you know, there's going to be different, there's going to be different days. We can talk, you're going to go through different seasons of your life. You're going to go through different years, different milestones, regardless if you're in a relationship or not. So I think it's a matter of like constantly checking in with that person before it becomes an issue. And I'm such a proponent of having conversations every week and being like, how are you feeling? Are you feeling good? And making sure like you are constantly giving time and giving energy to your relationship because once your relationship just starts getting thrown out the door and everything else comes before that your relationship is already sinking yeah for sure you get into a point where life kicks in and then you you think that this is fine this will always be there and you're so focused on everything else that you forget to maintain your relationship and at a certain point that's just not it's just not going to be enough it's it's watching it die let's say yeah. watching that relationship die yeah. so yeah you have to be putting in the effort every day you have to be making a conscious effort yeah the other uh thing that i think is like important and overlooked sometimes is when you're with someone for a while right you get into this point where it's if you open a conversation you get a certain reaction instead of having it be receptive. So like, for example, let's say I want to bring up something that upsets me and I know in my, or I don't know, but my first thought is, oh, her reaction is going to be yelling and then I'm going to have to yell back and this and that. And then you don't even open the topic. It's because like, you're like Yeah, because you're like, 
already assuming like, fuck this is just gonna start an argument so i don't even ha- want to have this fucking conversation so essentially you just leave it alone and you just continue watching netflix or watching the movie and then you never have that conversation but that thought never really leaves and that conversation never happens so you that's one and then you keep going and you have another thought or another thing that you want to talk to your partner about but you're already assuming what their reaction is going to be so my, my advice would be just have the conversation whether the reaction is if the reaction is going to be that negative reaction that you expected then what's the difference this is what you expected but you could have a better outcome so you might as well have the conversation and you might be surprised at the reaction it might not be as negative as you thought at the end of the day you should just have the conversation whether it's going to be negative or positive or whatever case you have to have the conversation you can't just push it aside and then hope that you'll just feel better later it's fine and that wraps up another episode of don't count your calories thank you guys so much for joining us and make sure to go ahead and follow us on all social media platforms on instagram TikTok, and youtube at don't count your calories thank you so much for watching today and we'll see you next time five stars on all platforms